NHL Stadium Series weekend is here, and there are huge implications for all four teams playing outside at MetLife. Plus, we've got a full weekend of games to preview and more coming up on today's Locked On NHL podcast. Your Locked On NHL, your daily podcast on the National Hockey League. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Friday, everyone, and thanks for making Locked On NHL your first listen every day. I am Rachel Donner from Locked On Flyers. I'm here each and every Friday with Gil Martin of Locked On Islanders. You can subscribe or follow us for free over on YouTube or on the SiriusXM app or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to get our latest episode as soon as it's available here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Gil, how are we doing today? Uh, excited. Big weekend ahead. Looking forward to the outdoor games and uh, full speed ahead. We're getting close to the trade deadline, getting close to the playoff races coming to culmination. So great time of year to be a hockey fan. Yeah, I'm feeling um, especially blessed because, again, you know, I cover the Flyers, you cover the Islanders. We are not playing each other in the outdoor games. So uh, this will be friendly banter, uh, of course, af- about the weekend ahead. And uh, the Flyers are, in fact, playing the Devils on Saturday night at MetLife. The Rangers are facing the Isles on Sunday afternoon in the same venue. This is the first time the NHL has done two different games back to back as part of its outdoor game series. But You know, I think that when they put this together at the time, I don't know that they could have predicted how big of a of a weekend this would be just from a games perspective and the outcome. Right. Yeah. I mean, even if these games were indoors, you have a lot of playoff implications for all four teams. And I don't think the league has ever had an outdoor game. Usually they're a little earlier in the schedule and they haven't had, you know, four teams going in one venue and then having all four of them in the thick of the playoff hunt, it really, and, and to be division rivals, it just adds a lot of spice. It does. And um, I think, you know, of course, the Flyers being part of that conversation is probably the biggest surprise of all of them right now. Um, as far as that goes, I think, you know, I will say it before, I'll say it again. Uh, most people predicted the Flyers to be either last or second to last in the division this year. So the fact that they're part of this playoff race is is a big deal. And it, you know, enhances the intensity of this outdoor game series, especially given, um, you know, for the Devils who were expected to be one of the leaders in the Metro this year and are not, um, and, you know, have had a real bumpy road this season, but they did recently get Jack Hughes back. And uh, so, you know, things could turn around more meaningfully for them, right? Yeah, no question. And it, obviously their big need right now is goaltending. The trade deadline is coming up. If they get the right goalie at the right price at the right time, they still have a chance to make the playoffs and do some damage if they get there, but they need the goaltending. They do. And so you look at 
you know, the most recent games for all four of these teams, the Devils lost to the Kings, the Isles lost to the Kraken in a shootout. The Rangers, of course, won their sixth game in a row um, because the Rangers are rangering right now. And uh, the Flyers lost in overtime to the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, picking up that extra point there as well but yeah the the metro division is getting super super tight right now um a lot of teams with games in hand but the issue here right now i think is the atlantic division putting pressure on these metro division teams because you have the leafs and detroit right now um as the two wild card teams so um you know you're looking at teams like the devils and the islanders and even the pens to some degree uh you know, they're having to make the jump to the top three in their division in order to have a shot at making the playoffs right now. Yeah, it's like that uh, that third place spot is tight and yet the two wild cards both coming from the Atlantic. A lot of pressure on these Metropolitan Division teams right now and the standings are still pretty darn close with the exception of the Rangers who are kind of pulling away. Yeah, although they did have, um, unfortunately, a huge injury on their team uh, in that when they had um, Blake Wheeler was taken off the ice. And it looks like it, it could be something pretty significant there. Yeah, still waiting for confirmation as to the exact extent of the injury. But it was not a pretty sight seeing him taken off the ice Uh and, and it really is something that could, I feel bad for Wheeler because he, he came there for the express opportunity to try to win a cup. And obviously it hurts the Rangers going forward. So we'll keep an eye on that. And hopefully it's not too serious of an injury for his sake. Yeah. And then we have the Pittsburgh Penguins who are kind of in a squeaky voice saying, what about me um, coming up <laughs> behind the Devils and Islanders right now? And, you know, they recently lost Jake Gensel to injury as well, who's a huge part of, of that team. Yeah, he is. And, and he is expected to miss up to four weeks. The Penguins are already seven points out of a wild card spot. So it, it, it's going to be even tougher for them. Here's a team that is struggling to score goals and, and Gensel, you know, not uh, going to be there. And it also, you know, moves them past the trade deadline. So, you know, they have to figure out, do we add a player to try to make up for the scoring we're losing short term in Gensel at the deadline? Or, you know, when you get closer to the deadline, are they still in it? Do they sell? They're kind of on the fence right now. Yeah, I think you know, this is obviously a time of the season where you do tend to see a, a, a few more injuries pop up because of the wear and tear. So, you know, that hit, you know, against the boards has an extra effect. You know, um, if somebody goes down the wrong way, it could cause an extra injury. And um, so, you know, the devils are banged up a little bit now too, even though they just got Jack Hughes back, you know, obviously Dougie Hamilton has been on IR, Jonas Siegenthaler is on IR. Um, the Flyers and the Devils collectively uh, had three players uh, leave their teams due to the Hockey Canada situations. And so I think that, you know, there's been a lot of adjustments made. And I, I think that this Flyers-Devils game is so critical 
right now. I, I think that, you know, the Flyers need to win every single game because they have more games played, right? So they have to keep racking up the points because all these other teams have games in hand on them. Yeah, there, there's a lot of pressure this time of year and the games in hand start to even out. I mean, the Islanders just had their bye week connected with the All-Star game. They played last on Tuesday night and their next game is the outdoor game on Sunday. So all the other teams in the race had one, two games to play while the Islanders sat idle and not getting points is very potentially damaging. So a lot of pressure, not a lot of margin for error. It makes for some exciting and intense hockey, though. It does. It really does. Um, and then, you know, with the Isles Rangers game, I think that uh, despite the fact that neither of those teams play in New Jersey and the games in New Jersey, uh, the fans travel well. So I expect that to be a raucous atmosphere uh, when these two teams come together. And I, I think that for the Islanders, at least from my outside perspective, um, for them to kind of knock off the Rangers, uh, having, you know, that win streak is like a huge goal for them. Yeah, to end the, the the Rangers winning streak, to get two points, which the Islanders right now desperately need in the standings. And I, I think it would sort of be a statement for this team under Patrick Waugh, who is their new coach, to be on national television and get that big win and win against your biggest rival in an outdoor event kind of a thing, it, it would really be a jolt in the arm that this Islanders team needs very badly right now. Well, you mentioned Patrick Waugh, um, you know, being in the outdoor game environment. Of course, John Tortorella has been there before, and he's always uh, an interesting personality. We're going to get into some more of the pomp and circumstance of it all and the other activities going on over the weekend and just talk about the outdoor games in general a little bit coming up next. Passion, drive, and patience, what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. They've got all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to turn your car into an MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply, eBay guarantee fit, only available to U.S. customers. So continuing our Stadium Series weekend preview, Gil, I think that uh, one of the cool things about having this weekend series with four teams involved um, at one of the nation's, you know, most um, focal point stadiums, I guess you would say. Uh, we were talking, you know, pre previous to recording about how MetLife just really isn't, you know, as, as far as character goes, that interesting of a stadium. But it is kind of the stadium for the New York metropolitan area, the biggest city in the United States. It is hosting the Soccer World Cup final uh, down the road. So it is like one of the, the most premier stadiums in, in the U.S. So 
it is a good venue to have this event in. Plus, they've got plenty of space with parking and, you know, they can have this huge fan fest that's not blocking city streets, which I think is <laughs> honestly, it's an advantage. You take you know, yes. one section of the parking lot, you could just do that and and not, you know, have it interfere with anything. Yeah, no, there there are definite advantages. I mean, look, MetLife is because of its location and its size, it's a premier venue. As far as character goes, not so much. Uh, it's no Wrigley Field, it's no Fenway Park, no Notre Dame Stadium, Michigan Stadium. It, it just doesn't have any particular character that makes it stand out. They don't even have Jimmy Hoffa to claim anymore because they didn't <laughs> that one. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Uh, it, it, as a venue, the location is great. Uh, the character is lacking. Yeah, I, I would say that. But, you know, there's really nowhere else to do it right there. Well, and, you know, we've all kind of had in the back of our heads wanting to have a Flyers-Pens game at Penn State, which is very unlikely to ever take place. Um, it's looking like there's going to be a game at Ohio State uh, in Columbus uh, coming up. So that would be super cool because, you know, Ohio State is a storied uh, college football location. And uh, it is weird that there hasn't been one there yet. Um, yeah, the horseshoe deserves a game. And uh, that's coming from a Michigan guy. So uh, <laughs> as you're wearing I, this sweatshirt. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I've been to a college football game in Columbus. It's a great town to see a, a game at. And that stadium is historic and it's unique and it's a great venue. So having the Blue Jackets there to play outdoors would, would be fitting. Wh who would they face? Would they face Detroit, Chicago? Uh, you know, wh where would the league go with that, do you think? Um, they could go Pittsburgh. They could. Or or Detroit, I think, is a good option. Um, I, I think those are kind of your two best bets there. But, I, I, you know, as far as this weekend at MetLife, in terms of the other activities, they are leaning hard into this New Jersey theme uh, a little bit. And, you know, I'm excited to see the Jonas Brothers. That should be fun. There you go. And, um, you know, they got Gaslight Anthem, who sings the Devil's Goal song, is going to be there on Saturday night. So they're going to perform as well as, I believe, play the Goal song live if the Devils score. So that's kind of cool. Um, I just think that with it in the New York area, that, you know, they're going to lean into New Jersey, but they have kind of the access to New York City to be able to have a little bit more of the glitz of it, um, you know, and people there from from New York. So and as we know, the New York Rangers love to put celebrities on their Jumbotron. So no. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is my least favorite part of going to Rangers games. But um, I think that, uh, yeah, I think this, you know, will bode well. I think it's a really good um, event for this venue to have to kind of ramp up to being prepared for the World Cup. I, I think no doubt that the the logistics and switching the the stadium around to have a Devils Flyers feel to at night to have an afternoon game the next day to be Rangers Isles branded. I think that's an interesting logistical challenge for them to have, and I, I think it'll be fun to see that transformation just as a hockey fan too. 
Yeah, that that'll be fun. I hope they do one of those, you know, stop not stop motion, but you know, speed it up photography where they can show the transition in like thirty seconds as to what they're yeah. doing to change yeah. it over. But you know, I, I I think it'll it'll be an exciting weekend, and it'll be great for the NHL for the local fans, and you know, you're talking about four teams with a nice amount of history. Uh, with great rivalries, and I am just really looking forward to seeing, uh, you know, it's an event. That, that to me, is the best part of the outdoor series. Once the game starts, eh, it's, it, it, you know, because, look, uh, as much as I love watching any hockey game, really, uh, the ice still, the technology is better, but the ice is still not as true and consistent and as good as an indoor rink. And so very often, not always, but very often, the quality of the game itself is not as good once they drop the puck because it doesn't bounce the same way. The passing isn't as accurate because of the ice. And, you know, you all often end up with a less than a scintillating game, even though the event itself to me is, is worth the price of admission. Yeah, although I do think that there's um, potential for the ice to be a lot better at this one, at some of them that we've seen, because it's going to be colder. It's going to be yes. freezing or, be or below freezing, and I think um, that helps a, a little bit. I, I don't think it's going to be a little windier on Saturday than it will on Sunday, so um, when it's going to be colder, actually, on Sunday. So um, <laughs> even though the game's earlier in the day, it's going to be... I believe, um, you know, a, a few degrees uh, colder in, in the upper 20s uh, for that one. So bundle up, kids. It's cold out there. But Oh, yeah. And I mean, I was at the Islanders-Rangers game 10 years ago at Yankee Stadium, and it was freezing there. And in the press box, they had us under literally French fry lamps. I mean, they had these lamps over our heads. It didn't do a lot. I think I had eight hot chocolates during that game in a <laughs> poor attempt to stay warm. Oh, and it Lord. Did not work. I, I, not to mention that I was wired by the end of the game from all that caffeine. But it, it was it was a great experience. But again, the cold, woo, woo, <laughs> it, it does affect you as a fan sitting there for, you know, three hours or so. Yeah. And it makes me think about sort of the future of the outdoor game experience we know they're going to keep doing them like that's oh. not a question whether or not we think that you know they've overdone it over the years and i think this stadium series weekend is a chance for them to try something different and spice it up a little bit um and and i'm you know other than you know we talked about going to ohio state going to more neutral third locations um but you know is there anything else that you think they can do to make these outdoor games more interesting? Uh, I, I am not sure, really, uh, as to what else they can do. I like that they tend to highlight rivalries. I think that's important. I, I think that having them at good venues, historic venues, adds something to it for sure. Um, but, uh, you know, to me, I would limit it to, uh, you know, New Year's Day. They always have the Winter Classic the Heritage Classic, and then one stadium series game, you know, three games a year. And then more than that, it, it in my mind, starts to become overkill. 
Yeah, I think, you know, innovating in terms of having a game in a warmer location, if there's a way to do it, I think right. that's interesting. But again, you know, you're just looking at how do you maintain the ice in those environments? I, I can't imagine them, you know, not doing one in Vegas eventually, because it seems oh, like yeah. every league wants to have everything in Vegas right now. <laughs> um but I, I think there's that. It's getting the teams that haven't had one yet involved, mm -hmm. uh, like the Columbus Blue Jackets that we talked about, uh, and you know who are going through their own turmoil right now. By the way, <laughs> that we yeah. didn't even oh, yeah. get into with Jarmo getting booted. But yeah, I think that uh, I they do have you know some some challenges ahead in terms of making them fun and interesting and. Um, trying to find locations, you know, they tried to do that in Tahoe, I think, you know, during COVID, you know, because right. it was kind of an iso isolated place to go and that was interesting and different, uh, did not bode well for the Flyers, but, um, <laughs> but still, it was an interesting option for them. Mm -hmm. Uh, so looking for more of that moving forward in the meantime, there are in fact, other games this weekend that also have implications around the NHL and we will get to those coming up next. Today's episode is brought to you by Camino consulting. How would you like to get to know someone better in an hour than you would in a year? Understanding one another better prevents small misunderstandings from becoming big ongoing fights. Well, after providing more than 20 years of service to small and mid-sized businesses, helping management groups navigate conflict and onboarding new employees, Camino is offering a digital seminar for families and couples. Did your Valentine's gift of free tickets to the game not go over as well as you hoped? Well, Get the Couples and Family Online Seminar for 25% off for the month of February using the discount code LOCKEDON. Again, that's discount code LOCKEDON for 25% off for the rest of the month at www.caminoconsulting.ca or mention LOCKEDON when reaching out for a business seminar and receive the first five profiles free. Again, that's www.caminoconsulting.ca and it's discount code locked on. Check it out today. Locked on has launched the first ever national sports 24 seven streaming channel over on YouTube. Locked on sports today is here for you 24 seven covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of locked on plus our national shows covering every league like locked on NHL that you're listening to right now. Go to locked on sports today on YouTube and subscribe. So uh, the NHL is kind of taking tonight off, uh, but there's one game. The Carolina Hurricanes are in Arizona, and Arizona had gotten off to a surprising start. They'd been doing well for a while, not so much lately. They're you know under 500 now. In the meantime, Carolina has come storming back, and that was a terrible pun. I apologize, but um, <laughs> they have. Uh, and um, it, it seems like that this one is kind of a foregone conclusion, but that's why we play the games, right? Yeah, that's why we play the games. And I, I think the Coyotes will bounce back a little bit. I, I don't expect them to be in the playoffs, but they've been a pleasant surprise this year. And I think that, it, it you know, this seven-game losing streak that they're on, they're going to get past it eventually and get back to playing the kind of hockey they played earlier in the year. 
Yeah, I think so. And there are other games on Saturday as well, quite a number of them. And, you know, the early game, I think, is pretty fascinating because you have the LA Kings who have gone through their own struggles, um, who are currently in the top wildcard spot out west after being, you know, in the top of the division for a long time, up against the incredible Boston Bruins who have just um seated their throne at the top of the Atlantic division to the Florida Panthers. So I think the Bruins are obviously want to uh, going to want to get that one back here, right? Yeah, losers of three straight haven't said that too often in recent years and so both teams need this game. The Bruins want to get first place back and and the Kings are trying to hang on to that playoff spot and after the coaching change just sort of find their groove again. Should be an entertaining game, and it's on national TV to boot. Yeah, and uh, another afternoon game, the Dallas Stars, who just completely decimated the Predators 9-2, to um, up against the uh, juggernaut that is the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, I, this, is, this could be a playoff game. Yeah, th- this could be a, a playoff preview, too. I mean, I, I would love to see these two teams meet later on if if it comes to that and uh you know Edmonton has been arguably the hottest team in the league uh over the last month or so and Dallas first place fighting I I I like this matchup very very much yeah I think another interesting matchup is the Preds and Blues who are trying to get into wild card position there the Blues are actually in that second wild card spot now with the Preds right below them and with the blues having a game in hand like this is an important game for the preds it is they can't afford not to get the two points and they really kind of you need to get the two points in regulation the blues can put some distance between themselves and the preds with a win and a lot of implications for this one right and uh Battle of Florida as well. Like this day just keeps getting better, I think, uh, where we have the Panthers against the Lightning. Of course, the Panthers now want to keep that uh, division lead going, right? Yeah, they, they've come, you know, back to take the division lead from Boston. And, you know, the, the Lightning, they're nine points behind. Florida has a game in hand. I don't think that the bolts can make that up but they could certainly still make the playoffs they're in a big fight for that spot so great game again lots of playoff implications absolutely um of course we have the stadium series game that we talked about um you know the canes will then be in vegas they're doing a a back-to-back in arizona and vegas so that is going to be a tough uh, late game for them coming off that that game in Arizona, then up against the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, no doubt. And, uh, you know, back-to-back, I I think they're the only team this weekend that has a back-to-back. So it won't be easy for them to face the defending Stanley Cup champions. And then, you know, you also have that uh, Winnipeg-Vancouver game Mm -hmm. uh, between two really good teams out West that has a lot of playoff implications as well. Yeah, absolute banger of a day by the NHL scheduling department. So bravo to you there. And then on Sunday, of course, we have that Rangers-Islanders game outdoors and two other games. Arizona uh, will be facing Colorado. 
And I think, you know, the Avs just need to keep racking up those points as we get toward this playoff race, right? Yeah, they, every year they're there. Uh, they face yeah. injuries. They have players that are, uh, you know, like n- ha- having to go without Landeskog for just about the entire season. And yet they are always in the thick of the hunt when we get to the end of the year and get close to the trade deadline. Yeah, absolutely. And the last game of the weekend, another big one, the LA Kings heading into Pittsburgh. Uh, We talked about the Pens earlier that they just suffered that Jake Gensel injury, but they're uh, clawed to try and get back into the conversation here. Um, And, you know, the Kings are, are trying to right the ship still. I think, you know, again, not even a division rival game, but huge implications for both teams. Oh, absolutely. And, and, you know, Pittsburgh has a couple of games in hand on most of the other teams in the Metropolitan Division race and the Eastern Conference wildcard race. They've got to take full advantage of them there again. No margin for error. Absolutely. Well, huge, huge weekend for the NHL, both outside and inside and uh, looking forward to watching all of it. Uh, The two of us will be back next Friday to recap the week that was for next week. Gil, you'll be back on Monday talking to hosts from around Locked On NHL's network on the big stories affecting their teams. Uh, Have a fantastic weekend and enjoy the stadium series, everyone.